Hello, and welcome to KaneCast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management Team. Hello, this is Ben Falcone, Managing Director with Kane Anderson Rudnick. And with me today, I have Richard Sherry, Portfolio Manager of the Kane Anderson Rudnick Global Dividend Yield Strategy. Richard, although the equity markets remain positive for the full year, the third quarter was negative, with most U.S. markets down by 3 to 5%. What are your thoughts on third quarter performance for companies that you own in the global dividend yield strategy? Thanks. Uh, dividend yielding stocks did relatively well during the third quarter, but downside protection was not delivered in the typical way. Instead of stable businesses with above average yields providing protection in a difficult market, it was generally stocks with more cyclical exposure that did well. The energy, consumer discretionary, and material sectors were the best performing sectors in the high dividend yield benchmark during the quarter. On the other hand, utilities, real estate, and consumer staples were the worst performing sectors during the quarter. These industries usually outperform when investors become concerned about the economy. That relative performance in tough markets is helped in part by attractive dividend yields. Last year, those industries were among the best performing sectors in the benchmark. However, this quarter, their performance was negatively impacted by higher interest rates, which had a negative impact on their valuations. In addition, some COVID-related headwinds weighed on businesses which are typically more resilient, while higher commodity prices, notably energy prices, were a tailwind for more cyclically exposed businesses. As a result, global dividend yield underperformed its benchmark and declined more in line with broader markets. We would view the performance during this quarter as atypical, given that we believe we are getting towards the end of additional interest rate increases, commodity-related tailwinds eventually turning into headwinds, and COVID-related volatility appears to be coming to an end. Richard, can you discuss a few of the portfolio's holdings that were key contributors and detractors to performance this past quarter? The biggest contributor to performance during the quarter was Total Energies, which benefited from higher energy prices. In addition, ADECO Group is benefiting from market share gains in the staffing space that it operates in. Abvi is managing through its loss of exclusivity for Humira better than anticipated. Two of the key drugs, Skyrezi and Rinvoke, that the company anticipates will offset the loss of exclusivity for Humira, are doing well. IBM is seeing its hybrid cloud offering resonates with clients, and this is benefiting both the company's software and its consulting businesses. And Bank of Hawaii has benefited from a decrease in concern among investors regarding the soundness of banks. The biggest detractors were BCE, where investments in broadband, fiber, and 5G infrastructure are peaking and pressuring free cash flow. However, CapEx spend is anticipated to come down over the next few years, which we believe should benefit free cash flow. The company continues to see strong growth in connected devices and subscribers. Canadian Tire is seeing the Canadian consumer being pressured by inflation and high interest rates, which is softening consumer demand and resulting in a mixed shift towards essential and value offerings. Deutsche Post stock has been negatively impacted by investor concerns about volatility in volumes and when they will bottom. This volatility has impacted the stock both positively and negatively over the past several quarters. We believe that the current headwinds are close to bottoming. IGM Financial is managing through a challenging sales environment in Canada that has pressured net flows. In addition, weakness in the Chinese market has negatively impacted the company's investment in one of the largest asset managers in China. 
We believe expense controls are offsetting the top line headwinds though. And Verizon is dealing with intensified competition for consumer attention as well as a consumer that is being pinched by inflation. However, the company is working to improve its competitive position and a period of CapEx investment spend related to 5G is ending, which in our view should lead to an improvement in free cash flow. Richard, as we move into the final quarter of 2023 and you begin to think about the equity market environment in 2024, can you speak to how your portfolio is positioned relative to your benchmark? Our portfolio continues to be higher yielding than our benchmark in line with the portfolio's objective. That negatively impacted performance this quarter, but doesn't change the long-term attractiveness of what we seek to accomplish. And that is to invest in a portfolio of businesses that generate a consistent and growing income stream. Unlike fixed income investments, the dividends in our portfolio generally increase over time. This not only generates additional income for the investor, but also provides protection against inflation. Going forward, we would anticipate that interest rates are close to peaking if they haven't already. We believe an eventual decline in interest rates should prove to be beneficial to valuations in a reversal of what we saw this quarter. Richard, thanks for taking the time to provide your insight to our KaneCast listeners. You've just listened to KaneCast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. For more of our investing insights, head over to our website, www.kane.com. KaneCast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management, CAR, This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates, are current as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.